It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. We start the morning skate with a special wish. Happy birthday, Drew Ramenda. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to do this. I thought we'd, we'd discuss that after a certain age, we just ignore birthdays altogether. I didn't here. say how many. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Danny. I appreciate it. And honestly, um, I'm glad I'm spending it here with you guys. It's, it's been... Being back has been so much fun, even though we haven't had a great year. We've had a great year as far as broadcasting together and, and being back on the road together and uh, being in San Jose with those fans and, and how great they are and the organization that I get to work for again. I'm truly, truly grateful for this past year. Well, we're grateful to have you, and it's, it, it, you're saying the same thing that I feel, that it's a privilege to be in the National Hockey League. It's a privilege to announce these games. And you know what? This team didn't make the playoffs, yeah. and you're looking at the numbers, and the numbers don't look good. Let's, we'll start there. But you look in that locker room, there's a lot that does look good. Yeah, I know. It's kind of, it's, it's an enigma, isn't it? You know, because we get these stats sent to us every day, and we're going through them, and we're looking at them, and the numbers are, are depressing and sad. And, and They're 92-93 like. Right. And we all thought, I think we all have thought going into the season that, that they were going to be better as far as wins and losses. We all thought that this was going to be a team that in March was going to be playing some meaningful games and didn't turn out that way. For a lot of different reasons, and um, but I, but I, I'm with you. I look in that dressing room when we talk to those guys and we see those guys work on the ice and, and think to ourselves, well, how come? What happened? Now, they get along great. There's been zero drama. The guys have been wonderful to deal with. They've been upbeat. They've been positive. We talked about this almost on every morning skate from the, from the start of the season, but it just hasn't transferred to to wins. There are some things. Maybe structurally they'll look at. There's certainly some things they look at personnel-wise. There'll be some things they look at um, from the way that they, they approach the game. Every aspect will be dissected by this new management team. I have faith in that. Um, I have faith in Mike Greer. I do like the strong, silent type. You know, Mike's not a big talker. <laughs> but I think we know that this is going to be a path that they It's going to be sometimes... It's going to be short-term pain for a long-term game. He's not a big talker, but he's a big thinker, yeah. and he's also a very collaborative person in all areas of the business. He wants to hear about the hockey side of the business, but he wants to hear about the business side, too. Yeah. He wants to talk to the season ticket holders. He's done that a few times this year. I think that that's the recipe for success. And here's something else. You know, everything we're talking about with the team in the locker room reminds me of 91 to 93, in a sense. So therefore, I'm going to ask this question. How many future coaches and general managers do we have in that room right now? Logan could be one for sure. Steve Lawrence could be one for sure. Nico Stern could be one for sure. James Reimer could be one. Um, it's too early for Henry Thrun, but he's got a head for the game. Um, Mario Ferraro, I'd love to have Mario Ferraro teach my defenseman how to play the game. Mark Edward Vlasic, 
I mean, the knowledge of Mark Edward Vlasic and the experience and uh, how far he goes back in into the uh, into the hockey IQ was amazing. Um, I would say you probably got a half dozen easy. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we'll remember that in 20, 25 years, yeah. like we do with the 92-93 team, yeah. Dean Everson, Kelly Kissio, Doug Wilson, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but we got one more game to play. Yeah. And, of course, we're in Edmonton. Yeah. The Edmonton Oilers do have an opportunity to win a division title, so the Sharks can really spoil all of their hopes. Uh, the fact that they have to win, but they also have to depend on Vegas to lose in some way, yeah is really a tribute, and you were saying this earlier, to what the Vegas Golden Knights have been able to do. You have to tip your, your hockey helmets to them because they've had injuries to key players. Uh, they've been through goalies. They've, they've had a lot of bad things happen to them, but somehow they've managed to stay on top. Like five goalies, and they've, they've lost you know, Mark Stone, and their top guy. They traded, let's not forget, they traded Petrangelo, uh, not Petrangelo, wait, um, Pacioretty, and so they had changed a lot. They got a new coach, too, in, in the fact of... Uh, Bruce Cassidy, and then how he was Danny. Right now, folks, the Swedes are looking at Danny's uh, soccer, was it soccer, soccer. soccer jersey. 1994 World Cup. Oh, okay. You're not going to believe this. They had just beaten Yugoslavia. Yeah. All right. At at Palo Alto. Yeah, Palo Alto. I was at the game. Yeah. And we walked back to the train because nobody had no cars at all out there. there. Eighty thousand people back yeah. then. We go to the train. I'm on the train, and of course, a lot of Swedish players that had had a few. A few items served. Yeah, they, they were happy because they had just won an extra time game. And there's a tradition in World Cup amongst players, but also in fans, that they exchange jerseys. I was sitting there. I was wearing just a replica Brazil jersey. This is a real one from the team. Wow. It's from the team. The guy that was there was, was you know, a family member, one of the players, and he goes, you want to trade? And I said, you don't want to do that, do you? He said, yes, I do. And I said, all right. So I still have it, and it still fits 30 years later. So we just had uh, Jacob Peterson and uh, Fabian Zetterlund walk by and notice Danny sitting there and go, hey, nice. Well, that was great. But anyway, going back to look at, looking at uh, Vegas, Bruce Cassidy's done a heck of a job. That team has really come together. That team, uh, you have to, uh, you say, tip your helmet to them because – they played hard with some tough circumstances because there was a time during the season um, where they went into a real lull. And it was like, oh, yeah, okay. They're not what they used to be, and they have now are challenging for first in the Central. It's it might be better. Great, great play, yeah. Yeah, I think they're better because they're tougher. They're tougher. Well, they're grumpier, that's they're for grumpier. sure. Yeah, that's for sure. They've got more edge to their game. Let's talk about the rest of the league. Last night, the New York Islanders knocked the Pittsburgh Penguins out of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Since the general manager of the Penguins is a former Philadelphia Flyer, the fans in Pittsburgh are uh, screaming sabotage. They, they want his head. They want Brian Burke out of there. Uh, they're, they're losing their minds right now. Yeah. There's, there were so many inconsistencies this year with the way Pittsburgh played. And the biggest cons inconsistency was in net. And when you look to the Pittsburgh Penguins and you think with Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin on that team and Chris Letang and the Stanley Cup championship um, character that runs through that team, you would think that they were automatically going to be there, but they're not. And now this is the first time. And it's it's what the Sharks faced of trying to keep that window open for as long as you can, right? How can you do that? That's what happened in the last four years. Sure it is, absolutely. You keep trying to keep that window open, a window open. Maybe you're sacrificing development. You, you lose some guys to free agency because they've had great years with you, great seasons with you, and they go away. Uh, your goalie that you thought was going to be your future isn't, and the one that you let go is still playing in the National Hockey League at high-grade levels. 
things change in the game, and the game changes real quick. And I think to go after Ron Hextall, who's a good general manager, but Brian Burke, who's an outstanding hockey person and great hockey mind, I think is wrong. Wrong, yeah, period. But overall, when you look at teams, it shows you how the other teams have started to really push and develop. Again, give the Islanders credit. Um, that, that team, I thought for sure when, when they were, when Lou Lamorello gave Lane Lambert that uh, Al Pacino, I know it was you, Fredo, kind of kiss of death, I thought for sure that, that was it for Lane. Now, I have great faith in Lane. I think he's doing a great job kind of thing when their team was really struggling, but they came back, worked back, and you and I saw Lane in, in, in uh, San Jose, and we both said they were going to make the playoffs, and good for him, Good, but I don't know what your prize is going to be like for him <laughs> very much when you go up against the top team in the league. Well, it depends on who they play, right? And there's still a lot at stake. The Islanders could theoretically play maybe Carolina, but Carolina hasn't even clinched the division title. If they beat the Panthers, and by the way, how about the rain in Florida? They're, they're in the middle of that right now. A lot of flooding in Fort Lauderdale. But if the game is played and if they defeat the Panthers in any fashion, they win the division title. So that means the Islanders, if they get the first seed in the wild card spot, would play Carolina. That would mean that Florida would have to play Boston. I don't think anybody wants to play the Bruins right now. But the, no. Devil, the Devils could still clinch the Metropolitan Division if they defeat the Capitals in any fashion and if the Hurricanes lose in any way to the Panthers. So that's still up for grabs. We talked about the Pacific Division, and we've also got the Central Division. Dallas can clinch if they beat the Blues and uh, if Colorado loses to Winnipeg. The Avalanche can do it the other way. And, of course, the L.A. Kings are either going to be in third place in the Pacific or they might slide into the wild card spot, and that could change things rather markedly. So things are really exciting. We're going to be on the air at 5.30 with the final broadcast of the regular season against Edmonton. Thanks a lot for joining us all season for the Morning Skate. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.